all right welcome to my first ever completely curated content episode on my podcast uh, this is an episode on facts about sleep and how important it is for all of us i truly believe that these facts will blow your mind just like it did mine uh, and i believe that it's it's really essential for all of us to know this information about sleep because sleep is something that constitutes a major part in a human's life i do not take credit for any of this content that's been put out here uh all of these all of this content is from the joe rogan's experience podcast uh episode number 1109 where he had a neuroscientist named uh matthew walker uh, on his on his show now, matthew walker is a neuroscientist and neurophysiologist who has been researching on sleep for more than uh, 20 years for now so all of these facts and information that i that i'm that i'm going to state Uh, are backed up by strong evidences and scientific research by Matthew Walker and other scientists as well also i've given the details of his book on sleep that is why we sleep and uh, and his website and uh, social media details so you can go follow up uh, on him if you want to uh, in the previous episode i spoke about my perspective on whether you should be an early riser or a night owl Uh, and now i'll be spilling some cold hard facts about sleep uh, by matthew walker mm, i think by listening to this episode you will know for yourself whether you should be sacrificing your sleep uh, for your work or not uh, also a big shout out to my friend chakshu uh, who recommended this podcast episode for me it's because of him that i am able to uh, curate its content and uh, put it out as my uh, podcast episode Let's get into the episode after this intro. Hey, welcome to Candid, my first ever audio form of content. I am Krithik, your host, a football player who is into trying different other interests and passions. I am here to share the most out of the little I know about self-improvement that I think will bring value to you. Getting started. first let's know the two principal types of sleep that are there the first one being non rapid eye movement sleep or you can call it the non rem sleep it has stages 1 to 4 uh, and each stage is equally important stages 3 and 4 is where uh, the deep uh, restoration of your body takes place the second principal type of sleep is the rapid eye movement sleep also known as the dream sleep you can call it the rem sleep uh this is where you get all those kind of bizarre dreams and all of that so the first question should be which should be answered is how much sleep should a person get uh somewhere between 7 to 9 hours is considered as ample amount of sleep if you sleep anywhere lesser than 7 hours then scientists can measure objective impairments in your brain and body uh you you forget your train of thoughts like when you're reading books or while watching movies Mm, you become more anxious in nature and impulsive in nature you can also have certain physical impairments as well uh, so that is it now coming to an interesting topic of what uh, alcohol and marijuana can do to your sleep is that uh, both alcohol and marijuana are good at blocking your rem sleep or your dream sleep and the brain is kind of smart enough and it, it sort of builds a counter of how much uh, rem sleep you should have actually got versus how much did you actually get 
सो नाउ द ब्रेन स्टार्ट डेवलपिंग हंगर फॉर ड्रीम स्लीप वेन इट डजेंट गेट इट एंड वेन यू आर ऑफ ऑल्कोहल आफ्टर द फर्स्ट हाफ ऑफ द नाइट यूजली दैट इज वेन यू गेट सर्टन बिजार ड्रीम्स बिकॉज योर बॉडी इज ऑफ ऑल्कोहल एंड दैट हाई and since the, the marijuana or the alcohol content was blocking your rem sleep you start getting uh, these bizarre dreams in the morning when your alcohol or uh, marijuana high is totally gone and alcoholics when they come off alcohol after uh, you know after so many number of days they have something called as delirium tremens what happens is that alcohol is blocking uh, the the rem sleep for so long that uh, the brain decides like see if i am not going to get this rem sleep while you are asleep i am going to get this dream sleep when you are awake so that is when they start dreaming while they are awake and they start hallucinating they see things that are not even existing in the real world this this shows how important sleep is if brain can go to that extent to get what it wants and i think uh, this this fact is enough to show how important uh, our sleep is great examples for this uh, are ultra marathon runners who run for days without uh, without proper sleep they start hallucinating and <laughs> they are they're speaking to rabbits and all other animals also there is a guy who went for 8 days without sleep his name is peter trip he's a radio jockey and he went straight 8 days without sleep and by day 3 he was having delusions he started hallucinating <laughs> he saw spiders in his shoes and he he, he became desperately paranoid that people were uh, trying to poison him and things of that nature also an interesting fact is that men who sleep 5 to 6 hours will have testosterone levels that is equal to someone who is of 10 years elder to him so that means uh, a lack of sleep will age you by a decade and that's pretty insane right so now what kind of states your mind goes through during rem sleep or this phase called as dream sleep and what actually does happen to your mind during this phase uh we all become psychotic during this dream sleep and we see things that are not happening in the real world so we are continuously hallucinating Mm, we believe things that couldn't possibly be true so we are kind of delusional uh, we get confused about time place and person so we are suffering from disorientation uh, we have wildly fluctuating emotions uh, so we are in a state that psychiatrists call as effectively labile uh, and we forget most or all of the dream every time uh, so we are suffering from amnesia as well Uh, also when you are asleep 30% of our brain parts get more active than when we are awake one thing you really need to know is uh, the prefrontal cortex of the brain which lies near your forehead uh, this is the ceo of the brain that is good at rational thinking and logical thinking this gets shut down when you are sleeping and that's the reason that there is no control over your mind now what happens to your body during rem sleep is that your cardiovascular system behaves strangely and it and it experiences uh, dramatic acceleration and deceleration and sometimes even unpredictable too uh, during rem sleep your brain paralyzes your body uh, to dream safely which which makes a lot of sense because uh, if not you you would be moving around and doing a lot of damage now the question why we dream is is not really answered in a solid manner 
but there is a theory that says dreaming is simply the byproduct of rem sleep and and all brain chemical activities because rem sleep also serves other functions like uh, re-energizing and restoring the brain and also stimulating the central nervous system and so on um uh, it is like the light bulb who which whose function is to give light but also gives off heat as the byproduct during the process uh matthew walker says that this theory is also not so satisfying because dreams which are so unique and strange in nature cannot simply be a byproduct of rem sleep mother nature wouldn't have created something like this for no reason he feels so this brings us to the next question of why don't we remember our dreams uh there is a theory that when we wake up the prefrontal cortex which i earlier spoke about the rational and logical thinking part of the brain uh, uh gets awake and kind of packs everything to to think logically and rationally and that is the reason you forget all that uh, happens in your brain that is totally irrational and illogical but matthew walker does not believe this theory also to be true because he gives an example that sometimes you wake up and you know that you were dreaming of something but don't quite actually remember the dream there are a lot of incidents when someone says something or you look at something and that sort of triggers you or uh, triggers you and it it brings you the whole dream that you have been dreaming the night before and this means that the memory is available but you do not have the access to it like like a website that is there on the internet but you do not know the domain name or the ip address to it if you think in that way then it it can be possible that uh, we store each and every one of our dreams but the only problem is that we do not have the accessibility to it there is no strong evidence for this uh, statement but uh, matthew is still working on this now let's come to one of the most interesting topics which is relation of sleep with uh, with sports or any other learning skills matthew walker says that practice does not make you perfect practice with a night of sleep makes you perfect uh, a lot of studies tested this on rats uh, where they let them run in a small maze and you know find their pathways out scientists place electrodes in the brain sensors of the rats and let them run around the maze they set a tone for each brain cell that is being activated and they get a certain sequence of tones while the rat is running around and finding their uh, pathway later when they let the rat sleep but still listen to the brain cells that are getting activated the scientists get the exact same sequence of tones but now they are at a speed 20 times faster uh this applies the same for humans as well because various experiments have been carried out on humans for the same it means that the brain is replaying the memory sequence and learning process exactly the way you learned and and is been working on it to make you better at it this works for any motor skills or activities that involve learning how much the brain rehearses the skill to memories or the skill uh, practice determines how much improvement you're going to show studies have shown that you're going to be 20 to 30% better in terms of your skilled performance uh, than you were at the end of the practice session the previous day uh, this can happen only by ample amount of sleep which lets your brain rehearse what it has learned uh, he says that sleep is one of the major and legal performance enhancing drug that is being neglected in the sports industry or in any other learning uh, spheres Also in sports you're going to get physically exhausted 30% faster than usual 
if if you get anywhere lesser than 6 hours of sleep 6 hours or lesser than 6 hours of sleep uh, the uh, the ability of the lungs uh, to actually expire carbon dioxide and inhale oxygen gets lesser with lesser sleep also a scientific survey was conducted on athletes over a season uh, for um, for the amount of injury risk they had uh, they were segregated into the number of uh, sleep hours they used to get that is uh, you know respectively 5 hours 6 hours 7 hours and 8 hours 9 hours it was it is a perfect inversely proportional linear graph the lesser you sleep the more injury risk you have this includes the physical exhaustion you get the physical stability and balance which are extremely critical in sports people who get 9 hours of sleep versus those who get 5 hours of sleep there was almost a 60 percentage increase increased injury risk for those who sleep 5 hours a day uh, even the basic stability exercise where a person stands on a stability ball and you know tries to balance his body you can see that a day's sleep can dramatically affect their balance and one very fascinating fact about learning a skill is that visualization and mentally practicing it in your mind is 50% as effective as learning that particular skill by being physically present there. This means that uh, sleep is doing uh, a lot of job in terms of uh, improving, uh, improving you in a skill. Uh, sleep also plays a major role in improving automicity. Let's say you're driving or playing a piano, you become conscious of everything that you need to do. Here, here's the steering, here's the gear system, the gas pedal and all of that. You get conscious of everything you need to do. This is because your brain separates uh, the whole sequence of actions into smaller parts and this is a great way to start learning in the beginning. Uh, what brain does during sleep is that it focuses on things that you're already weak at and not on things that you are good at. So when, when you get the required amount of sleep, you can see that the automaticity or the smoothness in doing things. Best example is in, in learning how to drive a car. Uh, we wouldn't have noticed it, but it's always the next day that you're, uh, that you're instantly better uh, at, at, at it, even if you haven't been you know practicing for the whole time the previous day. Now let me talk about the correlation of sleep with darkness, which we all believe it to be there. Uh, the lack of darkness suppresses a hormone in our body called as melatonin. This is a darkness hormone which tells your brain if, uh, if it's time to sleep. It's kind of signaling the brain if it's time to sleep. Uh, they have done studies comparing one hour of iPad reading versus one hour of reading on a normal book and that one hour of iPad or mobile reading delayed the release of this hormone by three hours. Uh, at that point of release time, this hormone is only at its 50% strength and this negatively affects your REM sleep uh, and, and you know, does not make you feel as refreshed as you, as you should be. Uh, one very surprising fact from epidemiological surveys is that uh, the, sh the shorter you sleep, the lesser your lifespan is and it seems wakefulness is low level brain damage. Uh, so we are having low level brain damage by now uh, as I'm speaking and as you're listening we're having low level brain damage uh, it's the sleep that helps in restoration and repair of the body and mind okay so and, and, and also shift workers have higher rates of obesity diabetes and most important of all is is cancer this has proven that sleep is correlated with cancer and insufficient sleep can lead to cancer of the breasts 
प्रोस्टेट एंड बबल सिस्टम एज वेल देर आर टू पर्टिकुलर हॉर्मोन्स नेमली लेप्टन एंड ग्रेलिन इन आर बॉडी लेप्टन इज द केमिकल दैट टेल्स योर ब्रेन दैट यू आर फुल एंड यू डोट वॉन्ट ईट एनी मोर बट ग्रेलिन इज द ऑपोजिट दैट यू नो दैट इंडिकेट्स द हंगर इज द हंगर हॉर्मोन एंड इट इट इंसिस योर बॉडी एंड माइंड ऑन फीडिंग मोर सो अ स्टडी वॉज कंडक्टेड ऑन अ ग्रुप ऑफ पीपल हु स्लेप्ट फॉर फोर टू फाइव एज अ डे फॉर अ वीक इट्स ऑब्जर्व दैट लेप्टन गेट्स सप्रेस इन दैम एंड ग्रेलिन बिकम्स हाइपर एक्टिव दिस विल लीड टू ईटिंग मोर ऑफ द रॉन्ग थिंग्स एंड इट एड्स अप टू टू हंड्रेड टू थ्री हंड्रेड कैलरीज एक्स्ट्रा ईच डे विच लेटर सम्स अप टू सेवेंटीन थाउजेंड एक्स्ट्रा कैलरीज अ ईयर दैट इज रफली अराउंड टेन टू फिफ्टीन पाउंड ऑफ ओ बीस मास ईच ईयर दैट्स दैट्स सो नाउ यू कुड आस्क मी इफ वी कैन स्लीप फॉर फाइव टू सिक्स आवर्स ड्यूरिंग द नाइट एंड टू टू थ्री आवर्स ड्यूरिंग द डे Yes, you can do that, but it is still not as effective as the eight or nine hour sleep stretch that you you need to get during the night. Uh, also, by taking a nap during the day, you cannot restore the whole uh, amount of sleep that you have lost. You can at most just get uh, around half of it. If if there was a system in the brain where where you would know how many hours of sleep you owe to the body, it would be really great. But But the simple reason uh, there is no such a system is is that humans are the only species who deprive their sleep for for stupid reasons, and, and nature never found the necessity uh, to have a safety system for sleep. Now let's talk about fasting and sleeping. Uh, we have evolved in such a way that we cannot sleep well with hunger. Uh, the brain keeps telling you that you need to get your food. This is also when the ghrelin chemical is at its peak and and can also deprive you of sleep uh, for the sake of getting food. Uh, intermittent fasting is totally fine up to an extent, but if it's affecting the sleep cycle, then it needs to be looked into. Uh, those long fasts for a day or two or more uh, is not going to be as healthy as people consider it because. because it is going to deprive you of sleep and food at the same time though there are few beneficial chemical activations in your brain uh it's not something that should be really followed now coming to the aspect of drowsy driving accidents that are related with sleep uh an astonishing fact is that after 20 hours of being awake uh, you are as physically and cognitively impaired as you would be if you were drunk uh cognitively impaired means the lack of ability to uh concentrate you know or focus on things learn new things and reason out properly uh drowsy driving kills more people on the roads than either alcohol or drugs combined what happens in drowsy driving is that your brain takes micro sleeps where it completely shuts off for a very small amount of time uh without your notice and your prefrontal cortex also shuts down shuts down for that one uh, period of second uh, and in alcohol consumption what happens is that you react late but during drowsy driving you don't react at all you don't get that uh, uh, that instinct to react uh, for that particular unlucky second uh, a study was conducted in which a school in teton county in wyoming uh, changed their start timings from 7:35 a.m. to 8:55 a.m. in the morning uh the simple 1 hour extra sleep that the teenagers got resulted in 70% lesser accidents the following year <laughs> just imagine and and abs was considered the anti breaking system 
uh, in vehicles was considered as a revolution which dropped accidents by 20% but here is an even more simpler solution which is just the right amount of sleep and that's really fascinating i did tell in my previous episode that most people are creative in the night uh, poets and writers come up with really good script ideas when they are when they are up in the midnight uh the reason for it uh that i lately learned turns out to be that the prefrontal cortex is the first to slow down and shut down when you're both sleep deprived and during the rem sleep uh that means that the rational and logical thinking uh, ability gradually goes down this allows the emotional and the creative part of the brain to pop out and and you know give you very creative ideas and bizarre ideas So you might ask what happens if I sleep 8 hours a day for you know 3 to 4 or 5 consecutive days and um, the next day only for just 3 to 4 hours Matthew Walker says that uh, it does a lot of damage to you There was a study that took individuals and gave them 4 hours of sleep a night and what they found was a 70% of reduction in critical anti cancer fighting immune cells called uh, natural killer cells which means that uh, sleep deprivation can lead to immune deficiency and predict cancer as well uh, also there is a global experiment that has performed on 1.6 billion people across 70 countries twice a year uh, it it said that uh, in the spring when we lose an hour of sleep uh, there is an increase of 24% in heart attacks and in the winter when we gain an hour of sleep there is around 21% decrease in the heart attacks uh also in one study they took a group of healthy adults and let them sleep for 6 hours a day for a week and uh, and they compared the gene activity to uh, to that when they were when they got 8 hours of sleep a day it was observed that around 700 genes were distorted in nature because of the 6 uh, hours of sleep a day uh among those 700 700 genes about half of them increased in their activity uh uh and these genes were those that were related to promotion of tumors genes related to long term chronic inflammations and genes related to stress and uh cardiovascular diseases the other half of the genes uh the other half of 700 genes Uh, got suppressed and those were the ones which were relating to immune system and cancer fighting cells look at how lack of 1 hour or 2 hour 2 hour of sleep a day can be so detrimental to people <sighs> and surprisingly there's a small fraction of 1% of population that allows them to survive on 5 hours of sleep because of a specific rare gene uh if you tell this to people people are going to be like uh, maybe maybe i am that 1% of the population uh, where you can survive on 5 hours of sleep <laughs> but Ma- matthew walker tells that you are much more likely to be struck by lightning uh, in your lifetime than you are to have this very rare gene and a weird fact for all the doctors out there who are working 30 hour shifts uh you are 460% more likely to make diagnostic errors in the intensive care units when compared to that of 16 hour shifts if if there is a surgery that is to be carried on a surgeon needs to be asked how much sleep he has got in the past 24 hours if it is 6 hours or anywhere lesser than that there is a 170% increased risk of major surgical error like organ damage or anything of that sort uh also when a doctor finishes his 30 hour shift 
and heads back to home driving a car there is a 168% increased risk that they will end up in a car accident and there was this brilliant survey that was conducted by rand corporation uh, on lack of sleep related to global economies and they found that lack of sleep cost most nations around 2% of their gdp in in usa it's almost around 400 billion dollars that was cost by lack of sleep so that's it these were few fascinating facts about sleep and also few points about how important sleep is and what lack of sleep can do and how detrimental can it be to people uh, i'm pretty sure this has provided you with a lot of value and information and especially this podcast episode has been an eye opener for me uh Uh, I've I've uh, listed out the uh, blog, uh, the Instagram handle, and the book details of Matthew Walker in the podcast episode description. You can go check that out. Uh, maybe maybe his book will be the best way to you know read and know much more interesting facts and knowledge about sleep, which is essential for all of us. Uh, until we meet in the next episode, take care. I'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in till the end of the episode. If you have found this episode any valuable, please do share my podcast. If there is anything that you could suggest me, you can do it through Instagram. My handle is mentioned in the podcast description. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much.